Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. Today the market's on a slight upswing, uh, mostly because we have news that Square has purchased $50 million worth of Bitcoin, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that later on in the podcast. Uh, but right now we have Bitcoin uh, trading uh, at $11,081 as we speak. Uh, it's basically broken through that $10,000, $10,800 line of resistance. Um, we don't know if it's going to be enough to hold uh, the line, we'll see what happens a little bit later on in the day today. But for right now, trading above $11,000 is a totally positive sign. We'll take that all day. Litecoin has also moved slightly up at $47.72. Uh, my account is basically showing the the results of that. Uh, my account's now uh, back up to $1,404 after having slipped to $1,389 and having held there for a couple of weeks. Uh, it's nice to see that $1,400 back, but of course we know that I'm not going to cash out my position until my account shows 1700 which is exactly what my position is worth speaking about worth uh, xrp has moved to, to 25 cents it's actually trading at 25.59 uh just a little over 25 cents at this point which is nice to see xrp moving back into the greens where it had slipped back on to 22 cents uh just recently so is it a buy no uh not even at 25 cents it's high as a matter of fact i see it uh, so i'd be staying away from xrp right now uh and just kind of wait until we see some kind of retracement um, but at this point, hopefully you're in on all your trades. So hopefully you're in and you're not looking to buy anything. You're hoping for the market to actually pump uh, so that we can make some money. Uh, Doji's at uh, 2631, uh, which is where it's been forever. Uh, Ether's trading at 360, still a bargain. Not as good as 337 where it was, uh, but Ether is uh, at 359. And right now with all the scandals and stuff going on in uh, Defy Networks, we're going to kind of wait until every Everything settles down before we look at Ether again uh, as a trade. But in the meantime, right now, we got Bitcoin doing well. Litecoin, like I say, is doing well as well. And Quantum is at 229, which actually looks like a fantastic price to buy at. So I'm uh, kind of looking uh, at Quantum right now. Quantum ends up being like a pretty safe bet. Uh, you know, also, I've been making uh, quite a few trades on BNB coin. So if you guys go through uh, and look up BNB, you'll see that it's had uh, lots and lots of volatility in there, uh, which allows for trades. You know, that's exactly like, uh, like what we look for. What we look for is wide bands where you can buy in low and you can sell uh, you know, high uh, as you go through. So, so, and uh, speaking of buying low, that's what, what Square just did. So Square just kind of like stayed out of the market. Square, by the way, is who owns the Cash App, which we use as well uh, to trade on the podcast. Uh, Square just bought $50 million in Bitcoin. Uh, and that in itself is like a huge vote of, of confidence for the cryptocurrency market, uh, you know, coming from Jack Dorsey. And 
over the years, uh, you know that like billionaire entrepreneur Jack Dorsey uh, has basically cultivated a reputation as as one of the most unconventional leaders in in business. Uh, he does a bunch of crazy stuff, uh, Rogan-esque stuff. I I tend to call it. Uh, he takes like daily ice baths. Uh, he fasts over the weekends. He's got like all these uh, devotions to Stoic philosophies that that he sticks to. Um, you know, and his company Square is basically following in his footsteps right now with uh, unconventional investments. So uh, the company's based in, in Silicon Valley and uh, it's basically a payments platform uh, other than, than the Cash App. But there's other companies that, you know, are are involved with Dorsey as well. Uh, right now he's buying 4,709 Bitcoins as of Thursday yesterday, uh, which was worth 50 million or roughly 1% of Square's total assets. Uh, Square thinks that that cryptocurrency is uh, is going to be an instrument of economic empowerment, you know, over the over the time coming, and it's going to provide a way for the world to to participate uh, in the global monetary system, which is which is aligning with the company's purpose right now. So, uh, the company said in in its statement Thursday uh, that uh, that Square believes, uh, and I quote this. Let me see. It says right there. It says Square believes that cryptocurrency uh, is an instrument of economic empowerment. So uh, it's looking uh it's looking for for unusual uh investment vehicles and although the the this investment is unusual uh it isn't highly surprising uh as it was likely driven by square founder you know ceo dorsey who's who's been a vocal advocate for cryptocurrency uh in 2018 Dorsey told attendees of Consensus, which is like a huge conference uh, for cryptocurrency and blockchain enthusiasts, um, the, 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 he, said, uh, he said, the internet is going to have a native currency, so let's not wait for it to happen, let's help it happen. And that's what he's kind of done with Bitcoin at this point, is helping make um, you know, helping make uh, Bitcoin like the native currency of the internet. So, and we already know because we can see it on like all the different illicit markets and all kinds of stuff. That's where like Bitcoin is mostly being used. Other than that, it's being used as a store of value uh, for investors such as myself and you, and hopefully, you know, other people that are that are getting their feet wet into the cryptocurrency market as well. Dorsey also said that that uh, if cryptocurrency were used as a global currency. Square could more easily expand to markets around the world. Uh, it's currently limited by regulatory processes unique to each country uh, and its currency. Square's mobile payments products, Cash App, began offering currency trading services two years ago. And last year, the company formed Square Crypto, an independent team that contributes to Bitcoin open source work. So with this latest investment, Dorsey continues to bet big on the digital currency, which he said he expects to become uh, ubiquitous in the next decade. So he thinks everybody and anybody will be using Bitcoin. And I'm not far off of, of, of that as well. I kind of think the exact same thing. I think that, you know, I keep hearing so many people getting involved in cryptocurrency uh, and so many people like coming and listening to the podcast now and visiting us on the Facebook page, uh, we kind of uh, tend to, to see that it's becoming more mainstream. And you even hear big names like Jim Cramer and Warren Buffett 
sitting in here, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, all these people like getting into the crypto market now as well. So uh, it's it's in. If you're in now, you're in good shape. That's all I would say. You're in early on fidget spinners, which is what I always say. Fidget spinners took over the world when uh, they went out on the market. From one day to the next, uh, they were selling like crazy. And the same thing's going to happen with cryptocurrency. And it just happens that, that you're in early on it. So hang in there and keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be doing well and you're going to be doing fine. So uh, today on today's creeping coin of the of the day uh, segment, uh, I'm not going to cover an actual coin, but I'm going to cover uh, what is FUD and FOMO. Uh, so we see these terms thrown around uh, all the time, right? So we want to know exactly uh, what it is. So uh, today in today's segment, instead of covering a coin, I'm going to uh, go through an in-depth of, of what is FUD and FOMO and explain it all to you guys. So uh, FUD, F-U-D, uh, when you see that, uh, it describes the, f- the spreading of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's what it, it typically means. And uh, this means through the media. So, so uh, when, the, when the media starts uh, spreading FUD, you know, they're basically spreading fear, uncertainty, and doubt on the crypto market. And when you hear FOMO, F-O-M-O, that describes the fear of missing out. Uh, These terms apply to any situation in which fear can get in the way, but are commonly used to describe fear-based factors that get in the way of trading cryptocurrencies. So, as in most walks of life in cryptocurrency trading specifically, neither FUD nor FOMO is your friend. Since this is a cryptocurrency podcast, I'm going to discuss how FUD and FOMO uh, relate to crypto. So FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Often on social media or mass media, FUD can cause the price of a coin to drop, not based on fundamentals or on charts, but based on bad news uh, that spreads around social media. Many times the bad news isn't substantiated or grounded in reality and instead ends up being something silly like a popular talking head's opinion that Bitcoin is a bubble, the fear, uncertainty, and doubt-inducing idea being spread about media can be referred to as FUD. You hear this when, when um, you know, those trading guys on, on network TV, they come out and they're like, you know, cryptocurrency, you're going to lose all of your money. It's going to get lost. And, you know, and that kind of stuff. That's They're spreading FUD. That's basically what it is. So and that can that that can and does affect the price of cryptocurrency. So it's good when you start seeing that in the news, you could use it as an indicator to know uh, what the market is going to do. So uh, FOMO, F-O-M-O, is a more personal thing, uh, by the way. Uh, It's the fear of missing out on something that others are enjoying. For example, the fear of missing out on Bitcoin gains while others are picking out their Lambos right? So FOMO might drive you to buy into a coin, not take profits on a coin, or not set up, you know, set stops on a coin uh, that's already gone up considerably. It's the idea that you get in your head uh, that rational profit taking or waiting for a re-entry point uh, now will result in you missing out. Uh, The fear of missing out is what causes people to buy at the top and hold during a dip after making profits only to lose some or all of their profits again. People can be said to get FOMO when they act on impulse 
due to their fear of missing out. So this happens uh, sometimes when you hear that the market is, you know, the market's moving, everybody's moving, everybody's making money. You go on your Facebook groups and everybody bought, you know, into yearn and you're like, wow, man, it went up $10,000. And, uh, you know, and then you buy into yearn and as soon as you buy, you know, at $40,000, it drops down to $10,000 and you're like, what the heck happened here? And then you're like, well, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to hold it, you know, because it's going to turn around and then you end up in this like vicious cycle of the thing so the most the best thing to do is to be rational you know and like always look and see what the market's actually going to do I always when I feel I have to make a trade I say I'm going to make it in 30 minutes and then I'll shut my you know my my platform down and I'll sit there and I'll wait like the actual 30 minutes that are that are going to come in uh and then uh, as soon as that happens and you wait the 30 minutes, uh, then you go come back and you might find that the, the, the cryptocurrencies at an even better price than it was, or you might find that, you know, the cryptocurrency uh, has gone like completely, you know, uh, off its rocker or, or something of the sort. So sometimes it's just better to wait. You wait in 30 minutes uh, and, you know, these retracements happen in the market all the time. So just because you, you miss the bottom of a dip doesn't mean that like you you missed out altogether so uh try to avoid fomo at all at all costs because uh, it will cost you money fomo causes impulses and impulses cost you money that's my philosophy so the common thread here is that uh these both are are emotional and fear-based factors uh that affect traders in the crypto market and and other markets as well like in the stock market i guess it can it can uh kind of do the same thing as well uh but i'm going to give you two tips two tips basically to combat uh these mistakes so number one is stick to the fundamentals and the charts uh if a coin's charts look good and the fundamentals are there stick to your strategy and take the emotion out of it right so just stick to the fundamentals and the charts watch the ta and more than anything do your own research so uh notice fud early uh, and react accordingly. So that's the other thing. So if you think the price of a coin is going to drop irrationally, set your stops and be prepared to buy uh, back in on the dip. So you know this uh, this uh, is is the you know the two points that, that I think. Uh, so so the first thing is stick to the fundamentals and the charts. Do your own TA. So that's the first thing. Second, notice FUD early and react accordingly. So if you start seeing bad news, uh, set your stop see what's going to happen and then uh you know react accordingly during that time if it does drop then you know that like you know you want to be have money to buy so buy that dip at the bottom of course that's like super general advice too and it doesn't apply to every situation so uh for example it depends on your trading strategy and you know whether you're long and short and all that other junk but as a whole uh you know you want to take it with a with a, a grain of salt so so while you want to avoid any specific uh investment advice here okay uh and keep things very general uh i'm not i'm not remember don't listen to me i don't know anything about anything and i'm not a financial advisor i'm just kind of sharing what I've learned uh, as I go through and documenting it for myself as I go through on my journey of trying to turn $100 into a thousand and maybe a thousand into 10 which is what I'm currently trying to do right now so uh, I, I guess uh, the the advice I'm trying to give to myself right now is don't make trades based on fear 
Uh, however, if you predict that others will react in fear, then calibrate, you know, your trading strategy accordingly. Uh, so to, to say in summary, I guess, uh, say no, say no to FOMO, uh, but consider, you know, consider the effects of FUD because the effects of FUD are very real and they can affect, uh, the price of, of, uh, cryptocurrencies, especially, you know, as we go through in today's market. So, uh, that's all I'm going to have for today. So, uh, keep your eyes open. It looks like the market's going to turn. How long is it going to hold? I mean, 50, 50, 50 million. I don't know. It's making a dent. It's raising the prices of, of Bitcoin right now and all the other coins are following. But is it enough to, to take us higher? Is it enough to get us to 11.5? Is it enough to get us to 12? I don't know. We'll have to see. Hopefully, some people will gather and there will be some FOMO as the market starts to rise now and we'll get other people to put their money into the market, right? So uh, so hopefully, that at this point, we're kind of uh, rooting, rooting for other people's FOMO, not ours. So always root for other people's FOMO because when other people put their money into the market without knowing what they're doing, then that money is ripe for you to take it and put it into your account. So uh, if you don't do anything else until the next time that we talk, just remember, buy the freaking dip. Talk to you guys later. Bye.